0: Well, hey 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 my friends! welcome to the soul talk cafe as usual i am so excited that you have decided to drop in today if this is your first visit let me say welcome welcome and i hope it won't be your last but if you're back for a visit let me again say thank you and welcome back i'm sue your friendly host and cafe soul care practitioner Here at the cafe, our goal is to share conversations that hopefully spark a deeper conversation with you and you. That means, you know, just having a self-reflection with yourself, you and the father, the best conversation that you can have, or you and wise counsel if you need it. Sometimes we just need to talk to somebody, if you know what I mean? Our conversations are all about the issues of our souls here. And I want to just pause for a minute and say the issues of our soul vary. We all have to experience life differently. We have different amount of hurt, different amount of trauma, possibly different amount of just the way we've experienced life. But here we use the word of God that has the power to save and heal us. And we know when we apply that to anything, it opens us up to so much more. But most importantly, it opens us up to what the Father wants to do in our lives. So no matter what your situation or circumstance is, here at the cafe, we keep that in mind. We pray for you and we want the best for you. So we never want to make light of anything that's going on in anyone's life, but we want you to come and share, share and get something maybe or leave leave us something that could help us be better at the campaign. So with that being said, come on in. As usual, again, I've saved the seat just for you at the table. In this episode, we will be wrapping up our topic around the languages of love. Now, what do I mean about the languages of love? Well, first off, I don't want to confuse it with the love languages or the five love languages. The language of love means the way or ways that we have uh, learned or experienced giving and receiving love. Now, as we talked about before, we usually learn those things in our early childhood from the people that we're closest to, our family, our caregivers, from the environment that we live in and the environment that we move around in. And then our own perception, what we perceive, what we thought, what we saw, what we heard, and then how we translated that in our own minds. So those are the three ways that I say that, you know, we learn how to give and receive love growing up. And this language is how we then communicate love to others. So what we've learned and how we've learned to give We've also received it in some manner. So, you know, it's a transaction of sort. We receive it and we give it. What we have, we give. And we can't give anything other than what we have. So not just meaning romantic love. We're not talking about romantic love here. Although that's a type of love language and a language of love that should be discussed if that's where you are. But we're just talking about that love your neighbor type love. Loving the person next to you. Loving the person that you live with. Loving the person that you have to work with and coexist with, and just loving those that you meet on a daily basis. Again, we've all had different experiences. So that means we have different tolerances, what we can handle. We have different triggers, those things that may set us off in our love talk. And then just the understanding of of what's right. And how do we understand each other, though, enough to show love? that we are asked to share because, you know, the scripture says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So that means we're supposed to share love at some point. How do we do that? How does the avoided person who learned how to love that way give love to the confrontational ones that they have to interact with? And what about the people pleaser? You know, these are some things that go on in our lives and how we learn to give and show love. How does the people pleaser learn or how do they give love to the people of avoiders or the ones who they have to coexist with? How do we love through the hurt, the pain, and the trauma of those close to us? How do we love through that? How do we help them move through that? Then how do we perceive that? And what does that do to us? These are just a few barriers that we could face. And uh, as we're talking about our differences in our languages of love, Again, these are just a few. There are so many things that go on in our experiences, and those that we have to experience life with that barriers can form. There can be ways that we just don't get each other. And I read a quote uh, recently that says, it takes a lot of patience to love someone who has never been loved properly. Wow, that really hit me when I read that. But what made me think really was, what if you're the one that wasn't loved properly? How do you love your neighbor when you didn't learn to love in a manner that makes it easy for you to exist with others? So again, how do you move? How do you function in dysfunction and express love? And if you don't know, you can check out some of the previous episodes where we talked about, you know, those things that occur in our lives. But we talked about Jesus. This is the one thing that I wanted to bring up again. We talked about Jesus being the language barrier breaker. No matter how we learn to love or, you know, learn to not love, Jesus is the one who can bring it all together. When we encounter Jesus, we become new. So the old things in us can change if we want them to change. But they can change. Old things pass away and all things become new. That's what walking with Jesus and learning his way gives us. It gives us a new language and a new way of being. So remember, love is a learned emotion. We talked about that previously also. And as we become new, we learn new. So I want to share these three C's that I call the C's of love with you. We learn peace to be able to be at peace with others, ourselves, and as much as it depends on us, we can be at peace with others. So that's the C that I want to talk about first. That's a choice. When we talk about love and coexisting with other people and having to, you know, accept who they are, but also work with them in a manner that they don't change us if they're not loving properly. But we can change them if we have become a new creation or a new created, created person in Jesus. So the first C is a choice. We have a choice. And the scripture says we, le- we can learn peace. And as it pertains to us, be at peace with everyone else. And then the next C is we can learn to love because we have been been loved. And once we love God and are loved by God, we learn how to love ourselves and have grace. Grace, that's right. That's what it takes. Patience, grace, understanding, all those things. That's what it takes to love someone else and try to understand where they're coming from in the language that they're speaking, if you don't understand it. So that C is capability. We are all capable of loving because we have been given an example of how to love. And then the last C, we learn to forgive 70 times seven, which not only extends us to love but it also gets our prayers answered because you know the word says also we have to forgive because we have been forgiven and that way we can get our prayers answered. So to me I always say there is nothing that I can't let go of if it means not getting my prayers answered and that is the capacity. We have the capacity through forgiveness to love. Even if someone offends us, we can uh, we can forgive them. The Bible says 70 times 7 and beyond. We can forgive. That's the capacity that Jesus has given us to love. So the 3 Cs that I shared again are choice. We have a choice. We have a choice to live peacefully with people that we have to coexist with. We have the capability. We know how to love because we've been loved. We've been loved by our father, we've been loved by Jesus and we've been taught an example of love in him and then we have the capacity even when we think we don't even when we say I I don't have it I can't I can't do it anymore you have the capacity to do it through grace and forgiveness because the Bible tells us we can extend it and then we can also receive it so again no matter how, We initially learn to love, and that's what I want us to uh, think about. No matter how we learn to love, Jesus teaches us to love in a way that transcends any barrier. So that means nothing. Nothing can come between us. It says nothing separates us from the love of Jesus and of the Father. Nothing can separate us from that. So nothing should be able to separate us. Nothing too bad that can't help us love in a neighborly way those that we have to coexist with, and just those people in general of the world. He he teaches us um, that by teaching us how to cross the lines and communicate not our emotions or not emotion to emotion, not feeling to feeling or not eye for an eye. That's not the way he's teaching us to communicate. The type of love that he teaches us is from a transformed heart, to another transformed heart. And love has the power to transform hearts. So that's how we love and that's how we cross the barriers in the lines in the language barriers is we do it from transformed heart to heart that may not be transformed right now, but your love can be what transformed them. So I want to read this scripture and then I'll close out. It's John 15, 9 through 13. And of course, it's coming from my favorite translation, and that's the Passion Translation. It says, I love each of you with the same love that my Father loved me. You, can, you must continually let my love nourish your hearts. If you keep my commands, you will live in my love, just as I have kept my Father's command. For I continually live, nurture, nourished, and empowered by his love. My purpose for telling you all these things is that the joy, the joy that I experience will fill your hearts with overflowing gladness. So this is my command, love each other deeply as much as you have loved, I have loved you. For the greatest love of all is a love that sacrifices all. And this great love is demonstrated when a person sacrifices his life for his friend. And that's the love that strives to understand and show love to others. But a few key words that stuck out in this scripture was the love of Jesus nourishes our heart. So when it's nourishing us, it's filling us. And it says it's filling us with joy, joy that overflows. So with joy, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So it's our strength to endure and to go on and to be able to have the capacity to love as he has commanded us to love. And then in the end it says sacrifice. Sacrifice for a friend. And this doesn't have to be a friend that you grew up with. It doesn't have to be a friend that you see every day. This is a friend that you can meet just on the street or in a place right today where you are, and it says uh, the greatest love is demonstrated when you sacrifice your love for a friend. So that's sacrificing offense, that's sacrificing um, intolerance, that's sacrificing all the things that will keep you from understanding someone else and the way that they may have learned to give and receive love, and who knows? Your transformed heart may just be the one that transforms theirs. So that's it for this week at the cafe. Thank you. And I hope that you have enjoyed this language of love series. And until we meet again here, journey on.